What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks Show. Indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful and spacious Danny Rice Estates in the lovely coastal town of Pine No Shores, North Carolina. It is finally Friday. It's Friday, thank God. Friday, May the 5th in the year of the Lord 2023. This is episode 853 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey. They will be joining me at the end of the first hour here today for the Brian for the Brian Hanks show. Well, of course, it'll be the Brian Hanks show. It'll be the birthday game. Yes. Uh, well, did I just hear a female voice? Hello. Oh, my God. It's Linda Whittington. Uh, hello. <laughs> hey there. <laughs> good morning, How boo. you doing, you good-looking woman? <laughs> I'm doing good. Well, there you go. Wait a minute. I don't feel like we're doing the show in our regular place this morning. I feel in a beautiful place. It is a beautiful place. Yeah. The lovely Danny Rice Estates in Pondo Shores. Man, we have got to thank him. You talk about mm-hmm. somebody that comes through for you. He heard us yesterday talking about how we were uh, going to be down in uh, Moorhead City for yep. the uh, for the Region 10 tournament for Lenore Community College. You talk about a man that came through for us and offered uh, his, again, just – Beautiful. I don't want to. It's beautiful. It, it is, is beautiful. Yeah. His uh, his condo down here, uh-huh. and uh, you and I doing the show from here. Uh, did the LCC game, which by the way, first pitch for the for the game last night wasn't until nine twelve last <laughs> night. Final pitch was eleven thirty seven. Goodness gracious! <laughs> I didn't leave there. In fact, uh-huh. the the clock hit midnight after I went down and did uh, the post game, which you're going to get to hear from uh, Gary Smith here in a little bit. Uh, well, by the way, that's Linda Whittington. Say hello, Linda. Hello, Linda. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but uh, I didn't even leave the uh, uh, beautiful Puck O'Neill Field at uh, Big Rock Stadium in Moorhead City until it was hitting right at midnight last night. So uh, if I'd had to drive back, I wouldn't have got back yeah. until about one thirty, one thirty-five in the morning or something like that. Instead, I was back here about 12, 15, yeah. 12, 20. And I uh, got a great night's sleep last night. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you clenching your teeth? I'm not clenching my teeth. Oh, okay. You're clenching your teeth. Oh, I was I got mixed up there for a minute. <laughs> no, we had fun. But want to thank Danny Rice. And I do want to go ahead and let people know, uh, and, you know, not that it's going to do any good right now because uh, we're just having uh, some serious Wi-Fi issues. with our. It's not with him. It's with yeah. our Wi-Fi card. Evidently, U.S. Cellular does not like Pine No Shores. Oh, that's sad because it's beautiful here. It is beautiful they here. They should make it their home. They absolutely should. But then again, you and I had trouble with my AT and T yesterday. Uh-huh. And your Verizon, yeah, no, well, your Verizon or T Mobile? Uh, T Mobile, but yeah, it's Verizon too. But yeah. 
I had trouble with that. It is. Time. It is what it is. So, uh, but anyway, but uh, you're listening to us uh, in our three o'clock replay for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're listening to us on our SoundCloud feed. Uh, if you, you know, as always, if you go to BrianHanks.com and yeah, we're uh, yeah, no, no, as no, we're okay. as we're doing this live. I guess you could say we're recording it mm-hmm. <laughs> because yes. uh, it's seven oh four a.m. as we're doing this live, and we are not. Now on the air right now, but you know what? It is what it is, and uh, we will uh, we will we will keep uh, keep working because we love doing what we do, don't we? Right. And so the three o'clock, they're gonna go. What are they talking about? I hear them. They're fine. They're right here. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mr. Clemens even telling us breaking up, and right now nothing. Although it should be back now. No, it's back off again. You know what? I, if I obsess over that, and I'm going to yeah, keep looking you're at be that, doing it the whole show. I'm going to be doing it the whole show it's because we've got a great show for you today, yes. Linda Whittington. I bet you do. <laughs> uh, joining me in our first hour is our regular Friday guest. You know him. You uh-huh. gave birth to him. He's the knower of all things NASCAR, Carolina Hurricanes, NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. It's our good friend and soon-to-be father. He's going to make yeah. you a, a grandmother. Grandma. Yeah, it's Paul Whittington. Yes. Now, you know, you never rank your children, Linda, and I know never. you don't, but he's got to be number one giving you your first grandchild. Oh, no. He's still number one with the other two. Tied for number one with the other two, I guess. Right. Yeah, they're all number one. Well, there you go. Well, uh, but Paul, he's going to be joining us for a short time. We usually have him for about 40, 45 minutes on Fridays, but we're just so slam-packed again. He's going to get us caught up on everything with the second round of the playoffs for the Canes. They play tonight mm-hmm. at uh, at uh, 8 o'clock on TNT. Okay. Uh, we'll, we, I may, we'll try to watch it on my laptop or on my uh Stop looking at that. I know, I know, because it's just frustrating. Yes. You're absolutely right. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it's going to be on TNT tonight, so we'll be trying okay. to watch it on our laptop or my uh, iPad or something tonight. Mm-hmm. But we'll get all the details about that. We're going to look back at last week's NASCAR Cup race in Dover and preview this week's race in Kansas with him. So that should be a lot of fun. I know. <laughs> I, well, we're back on. We're on and we're off. We're on and we're off. Hello, and we're hello, off. Hello, so. hello, hello, hello. And it doesn't make sense. I got to tell you, I did a little test of it, uh-huh. you know, as I was doing pre-show uh, prep. Right. And this is what's frustrating. It was on for 25 straight minutes. didn't bounce off one time. But, of course, we're on the oh, air now. And now it's back off again. So, okay. you know what? You're right. I'm not going to look at it, Linda. Thank you. You're the executive producer. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's our first hour. It's going to be Paul Whittington. Then we're going to play the birthday game. Okay. Second hour, man, we've got a... Fun, fun hour for you, and tons of information, too. Uh, tipping off our second hour is going to be a member of the NCHSAA Board of Directors that approve high school athletes to receive NIL rights this week. He's also the principal at CBA Cock in Pikeville. He's a former head basketball coach at Green Central, New Bern, Jones Senior, several other schools, too. East Carteret, good guy, Todd Morgan. Uh, he is a, a board member, like I said, on the uh, Board of Directors of the NCHSAA, and I'm really excited to talk to him. Just He's always, he's a no-nonsense guy. Right. And he's going to really help us uh, get to know mm. uh, the decision process behind the NCHSAA Board of Directors and all that. So we will uh, we will touch base with him. And then rounding out today's show and today and the week is going to be, uh, we had him on just a couple of days ago, but Lynn Hartzell, the Region oh, 10 okay. Baseball Commissioner, he's going to uh, help us look back at last night's games, he's going to help us preview today's game, mm-hmm. uh, games, and uh, pretty excited about that. So there you go. How about that, Paul Whittington in our first? Oh wait a minute, I, how did I forget this? I better put this in here. 
Uh, North Lenore, I just got up with him a couple minutes ago. That's the reason I didn't have him in my script yet. <laughs> North Lenore beat South Lenore last night. Oh, I'll be out of the room for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm telling you, it was a heck of a game last night from everything awesome. that I read. Hey, we're back on. Uh, it was a heck of a game last night. He does not listen. Yeah, I do not listen. Uh, but an 8-6 to six win for North Lenore last night. How about Southwest Onslow goes to East Duplin? They lose. What does that mean? North Lenore ties for the co- for the conference championship, and because of their RPI, you know you're going to be tested on the, all okay. this. So you better all remember right. uh, they are going to be playing. Uh, they're going to be the number one seed coming out of the state playoffs uh, or going okay. into the state playoffs out of the East Central Two A. So uh, nice. very excited. So there you go. We're going to have Paul Whittington here in just a few minutes. We're going to have uh, Todd Morgan. Jackson Massey and Lynn Hartzell in our second hour, so uh, a heck of a show for you. Tell you what, let's just bounce right into this. LCC, the reason we're down here, they're the number one seed from the East in Region 10. They battled to a 12-4 Mercy Rule shortened win against the West number four seed Wake Tech Community College last night. Like I said, we got out of there, or the final pitch was at 11.37 last night. Mm. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, the Lancers are now 32-15 and 15 overall. Wake Tech fell to 17-28. and 28. LCC will now face a familiar foe in its arch rival, the Bulldogs of Pitt Community College. Ah, that's going to be a fun game. Tonight it says, ah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be stressful too, though. It's going to be very stressful. But uh, that game is at seven, scheduled for seven, just like last night's game was scheduled for seven, and our first pitch was (laughs) 9-12 last night. So uh, keep up? And you're going to be with me tonight. Yeah. So uh, (laughs) you're you're excited about that tonight, right? Very, very excited. You did bring something warm, right? Because it was chilly out there. Although I sat in the press box, so I can't really complain Mm -hmm. because uh, uh, I felt bad for the people that, you know, weren't in the press box. uh, Because they looked kind of cold last night. The Nobles were were out there. Our friend uh, Shelly Barnes, uh, Uh Coach Shelly Barnes was out there. and. Uh, there were about 150 fans from uh, LCC, can, from LCC nice. that were there. It Good. was it was awesome. Uh, yeah, Mr. Clemens, he said, Welp, our system must not be working. Yeah, he's right. Hey, let me give you the scores from last night, and then we're going to jump into the, my post-game interview last night with uh, 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 Coach Smith. Yeah. Uh, last night, or yesterday altogether, game one, was, uh, the three seed from uh, the West, Patrick and Henry, beat the two seed from the East, Brunswick, 9-7. to seven. Uh, Catawba Valley, the number one seed out of the West, beat Bryant and Stratton 12 to 8. Uh, Pitt Community College defeated uh, the number two seed from the West, Cleveland uh, Community College, 10 to 4. And then our game, uh, or I'm sorry, 10 to 4. And then our game last night was 12 to 4. So you've got uh, Pitt and Lenore who know each other way too well. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a, yep. a heck of a game tonight. And uh, I'm telling you, I can't wait. I don't know about you, but uh, I know. I keep looking at it. Uh, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. Let's uh, jump into my interview last night, post-game interview with uh, head coach Gary Smith from Lenore Community College. Okay. Join here on the, the home of Puck O'Neill Field with uh, the head baseball coach from Lenore Community College, Gary Smith, following this mercy rule shortened 12-4 to victory over a good Wake Tech team here, coach. Uh, and you got to be proud of what your boys did here tonight. Uh, they hung around, hung around, then that big five spot in the bottom of the seventh. Send you guys home a little bit early, Coach. Thank goodness. Uh, we've been here, been here a long time today, and you know it's nobody's fault. You get in a tournament, games are going to get delayed, and with the pomp and circumstance of announcing all region players and so forth, uh, you know we we knew it was going to be a late night. So, um, you know, Wake Tech was 
was very scrappy. We knew they could hit a little bit, and um, you know, I, I think Tyler Thompson was able to dodge uh, several bullets. Um, I think our defense helped him out in a couple innings. Um, but, you know, defensively, I thought the play Danny Staley made in the seventh inning was, uh, you know, as game-saving really, because um, if, if we don't get an out there, there's no telling how that inning looks. And you know, got Gray off the hook. Um, you know, so I, I think offensively, uh, you know, they kid they threw in the middle of the game, putting up zeros. I mean, yeah. he threw well. You know, threw a lot of change ups, a lot of breaking balls. And you know, after after seeing, you know, last weekend at Brian Stratton, we're looking at 95, 93, and then a kid comes in, he's going to change up to death. I mean, it's it's a tough adjustment for hitters at any level. So proud of our guys, you know, battling, um, not taking their foot off the gas. Um, so moving hey, on. And you made a big point. I, I want you to note here in my scorebook, I haven't kept score in a minute, but I have the star there right there by uh, that 3-6, yeah, that yeah, double play. That, that was big. But, again, it's going to sound like hyperbole to some people, Coach, that we're calling the play of the game in a 12-4 to game. But it really was, wasn't it, Coach? It was. Hey, you know, I think – you know, Danny's done a great job for us uh, at first base. I thought he made the right decision there, uh, getting the out at first, because, you know, if we don't get any other outs there, okay, we still have a two-run lead. But um, to have the foresight to throw it to second rather than throw it at home, um, you know, um, just it's really, really top-notch, top-notch play from that kid. What a team effort, too, Coach, when you look at it. I mean, seven, or correction, eight of your nine players end up with RBIs tonight. Almost everybody got a hit. I mean, this was the true definition of a team win tonight, wasn't it, Coach? Yeah, it was, and I don't know that we had an extra base hit, um, but we, the hits we had were timely. Um, I think you know, you're right. Yeah, you're right. so um, I don't know that that's been our trademark is to single people to death, but, yeah, you know, I'll take it. Oh. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, this is uh, Gary Smith. We're here, uh, like I said, uh, in the Region 10 tournament. Face a team uh, tomorrow night that you're pretty familiar with, Coach. 3-3 three and three against Pitt Community College uh, this season. Uh, you finish, what, a game and a half ahead of them in the, in the Region 10 East. What are you anticipating tomorrow? Who are you throwing tomorrow, or have, or have you even decided yet that you're uh, going to start? I think we're going to go with Brandon Warren. Um, you know, it was our seven seven inning game starter. Definitely second half of the year. Um, you know, I, I, we're just looking for quality quality start out of him. I mean, the deeper he goes, as you know, as I've said, the deeper he goes, um, where we can save some of our bullpen arms. You know, and that was huge tonight to finish the game in seven innings because, you know, in, in gray, I mean, he only faced two hitters, three hitters. Just two? Just two. So, you know, even there, uh, Gray should be able to come back tomorrow, I mean, if, if need be. Yeah. So, you know, Brandon, come out and give us, you know, give us a chance early, um, you know, feel pretty good. Uh, but, you know, Pitt is, I mean, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're definitely a – they play a different brand of baseball than we do. But um, – you know, I feel like I feel like we know them as well as we know ourselves. It almost feels like you're playing an inter-squad game. Played them so many times uh, in such a short span of time. 
Um, but, you know, they swung it really well today, um, and that's what they do. Um, you know, I, I'm just like us, I'm, I'm very confident they have quality arms still available. Um, so, you know, we'll tee it up. I mean, generally the games with them are wild and wacky and crazy stuff happens. So, uh, you mean like falling behind six to nothing and then coming back and beating them nine to six? <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty crazy. And then, you know, we go up there and scratch and claw and get back in the game. Then they have the big inning, and um, that you know that's that. Um, so, um, looking forward to it. You know, I kind of I enjoy playing them. Um, you know, it becomes kind of a chess match. Um, you know, I think if we can keep the ball in the park, um, you know, hopefully we'll get wind blowing in and high humidity and, um, you know, those wind blown, well, not even wind blown, they're capable of hitting them out without the wind. But, um, you know, I've, I've, I'm excited. Yeah. And, you know, it's been a long time since an LCC team won a playoff game. And, um, you know, I told our guys don't settle. Yeah. You know, don't settle for one. So we'll tee it up and see how it goes. That's probably going to be the stupidest question I ask you, but I'm going to ask it anyway. You knew inevitably you're probably going to face Pitt at some point in this tournament. You did, you know, you didn't know if it was going to be tomorrow like it's going to be, or at some point you're probably going to face them. What's your preference, or do you have a preference? I mean, would you rather face them earlier on in the tournament, or face them later on, or, or is there? Do you have a preference? Mm, I don't. I mean, you know, they're they're going to do what they do. We're going to do what we do, and um, you know, we because we've played them you know, six times in midweek, yeah. you know, playing them later. I don't know that that gains anybody, anything. We've seen those guys that would be available later mm -hmm. over the weekend. They've seen our guys. So, you know, you just come out and, you know, hope, hope pitchers throw strikes, hope your hitters hit strikes. So, um, it ought to be fun. So what happens now? I mean, uh, it's almost midnight. In fact, we're like eight minutes to midnight right now, and I'm keeping you out here on the field. But uh, what, are you going back to yeah, Kinston? We're going back to LCC. Say again. We're going back to LCC. And, you know, some of our guys live down in this area, West Carteret, Swansboro area. You know, we told them go home. And, you know, we've got some guys that families have beach houses in, more, in Atlantic Beach or Emory. We told them, you know, don't come back to Kinston just to drive you know, another 30 minutes to get to somebody's house, you know, stay here. So uh, for the rest of us, you know, we'll get on the bus and, you know, it'll be, t it'll be two in the morning before I get home. So um, <laughs> at least we play tomorrow night. So have a little chance to sleep a little bit. Well, very good. Well, listen, coach, congratulations on the win tonight. Good luck tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow night out here, sir. Thank you, Brian. Always, always pleasure. Uh, thank you for your time and your support. Uh, you know, it's good to see you the fans that we had here. And, and you know what? I'm sorry. I lied. One last question. There were a lot of Lancer fans out here on a Thursday night, not on a Friday night, on a Thursday night, school tomorrow. You had to have been pleased with that. I'm, I'm say 150, yeah. probably. Yeah. I mean, you've got to be pleased with that. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, at, at the same time, I figure a lot of those people are going to turn the weekend into a beach weekend. There'll probably be some kids, you know, young kids, skipping not skipping school but <laughs> held out of school tomorrow yeah. uh, to enjoy their time down here and you know it, it, i i don't think it's going to be a distraction for our guys um to be at the beach i think they're focused um 
you know, at this point in the year, everybody's tired and playing this late at night. I mean, you can kind of feel after third or fourth inning or there was probably some kids up past their bedtime. Our energy kind of waned. And, um, but, you know, we'll come back recharged tomorrow. I mean, if you can't get pumped up when you're playing pit, I mean, you're probably in the wrong place. Well, Coach, I, it's way past my bedtime, okay? So I'm going to get out of here. Hey, thank you so much. Congratulations. See you tomorrow night. Sounds great, Brian. Thank you for your time. And I got to tell you, I sounded uh, pretty uh, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed there, didn't I, Linda? You did. Oh, goodness gracious. Listen, I am at peace. You know, the old Brian would be really stressed out and mm-hmm. freaking out right now. But you know what? I'm not, am I? No, Look, I'm over here laughing. It could be the lack of sleep, it could you be. know, talking. It yeah. could be... Uh, then I, I don't know. I feel like I started getting a cold yesterday, and I'm mm-hmm. all congested. I don't know if you can tell or not, yeah, but I need somebody well, to take care of me. I know. I'll find someone. <laughs> hey. What? <laughs> there you go. But uh, anyway, listen, want to thank uh, Gary Smith uh, last night. Again, a great, great game uh, for uh, Lenore Community College, and we get to see them tonight. I'm very excited yeah. about that. Okay. Hey, uh, no game for the Wood Ducks yesterday as their game was suspended in the top of the first inning with no score with their in their game with uh, Fredericksburg, they resume today that game from last night at four thirty-five, and then the regular schedule game right after that. ECU uh, travels to Cincinnati. In fact, I'm sure they're up in Cincinnati right now for an AAC series that begins today, a three-game series. The Carolina Hurricanes game two is tonight at PNC Ooh. Arena. Wouldn't you rather be here in uh, Pine Knoll Shores yeah. than in Raleigh, um, or in Moorhead City? I mean, Moorhead, yes. <laughs> That's what I thought. It's nice. There you go. Hey, uh, let's get you caught up on last night uh, prep-wise. And, man, congratulations to the North Lenore Hawks. They win last night 8-6 to six in deep run over South Lenore. And East Duplin uh, beats Southwest Onslow, upsets Southwest Onslow. So what does that mean, Linda Whittington? That they're upset. Well, they probably are upset, but North Lenore ties with East Duplin as co-conference champs. However, they get the number one seed out of the conference to go into the state playoffs. That will be announced tomorrow. Oh, okay. On, yep, on uh, Saturday to see where uh, North and North should be home for a couple of games now in the state playoffs. South and North, unfortunately, falls to third in the conference. Uh, North and North, 15-4 and four overall, 9-3 and three in the conference. South and North finishes 12-7 and seven overall, 8-4, and four, and in third place. And they will be uh, probably on the road for, oh, okay. uh, for the playoffs. So but we'll get all that tomorrow. Uh, Parrot Academy defeats uh, New Bern Epiphany School last night, twelve to nothing. Uh, Parrot Academy improves to seventeen and eight, and uh, Aiden Griffin beat Washington eleven to six in softball last night. You should feel good. South and won in softball Yay. last night, eight or six to five. Uh, they improved to eleven and six overall, nine and three. They finished second in the conference. North and Nor uh, falls to eleven and six overall, overall, seven and five in league play. There in third, Parrot Academy defeated uh, Wilson Christian in softball eight to seven. Paired improves to eight and eight, and then in girls soccer last night, South and beat North and two to two oh nil. Okay, there you go. So they finished third in the conference, eight and eleven and one overall, four and six in league play. North and falls to six eleven and one, three and seven in league play. And again, uh, we do apologize if you're trying to listen to us live right now, uh, and it's just it's a it's a U.S. cellular thing. Mm-hmm. It's not a. Yeah. I mean, we've got a great facility that we're doing the uh, yes. doing the show from this morning. It's beautiful. The birds are singing. The yeah. sun is coming up. It is it's, beautiful outside. It is. It is gorgeous here mm-hmm. 
in uh, Pine Knoll Shores. One again, I, I'm sure I'll thank him several times here during the show, but really do appreciate Danny Rice for opening up his uh, his beach home to us. Yes. Uh, he's a super Very cool nice. guy. Let's get uh, Paul Whittington up here on the line. But as we are doing that, let us thank uh, our good friends over at Lenore Community College. For 65 years, LCC has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. Uh, LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, let me turn that down, the personal, cultural, and professional uh, educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right, or I was about to say right here in Kenston, but up in Kenston <laughs> at 231 Highway 58 South. But it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kinston, Snow Hill, or Trent to find out how you can change your life today. Thank you so much to Lenore Community College for being the uh, title sponsor of the Brian Hanks Show. We truly, truly, truly do appreciate them. You know who else we truly appreciate, mm -hmm. Linda Whittington? Who? I don't know. Uh, this guy you gave birth to. Oh, Clay's here. No, 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 it's not Clay. Scott. Oh, dear God. No, it's not Scott either. Paul? Yes, it's Paul Whittington Aww. on our Spence Automotive guest line this morning. Good morning, Paul. Good morning. Oh, <laughs> hey, Paul, may the fifth be with you. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. She insisted on <laughs> greeting you today, so uh, now oh, we I'm see. I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is awesome. She said she's been doing the May the 1st and May the 2nd stuff with y'all, so. Uh... Well, yeah, so she sends. May the first be with you. May the second be with you. May the third be with you. And each time I was like, no, stop it. You're wrong. Please don't do that. And then we get to the fourth, and it's like, happy May 4th. Hope you have a great day. <laughs> <sighs> See, here, the the thing uh, is here, Paul, I chose, you didn't have a choice. You know, I mean, your mom right. was, you know, whatever. I had a choice, and yet I'm the one that has to, you know, put up with this all the time. But But it's my fault. It's my decision, right? That's right. You, you do this to yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, dude, well, as I as I message you, we we're here for a good time, not a long time this morning, as we were just jam packed with guests in our second hour and uh gotta do the birthday game here in this hour. So we just we absolutely positively need to jump into this. And I gotta tell you, nothing made me smile more, nothing made me happier than Wednesday night when uh our God fearing, you know, Men of God, just awesome Carolina Hurricanes had no difficulty whatsoever with the New Jersey Devils, a 5-1 to one win at PNC Arena, a game that you were at. Uh, I got, And it just seemed like the mood was much more jovial than it was in the first round. I just, uh, What was that atmosphere like inside PNC Arena Wednesday night? Absolutely incredible. Absolutely electric. Um, they, you know, they, they limited – ticket sales to people with a North Carolina billing address to kind of keep some of those New Jersey Devils fans out. <laughs> Granted, there were still a good amount of New Jersey Devils fans in the building, um, but not near as many as if we had had a, uh, a Rangers game uh, or, or a Rangers series. So, so that was welcomed. Uh, it was, it was a phenomenal game. The Canes were dominant in the, in the opening period, limiting, uh, New Jersey to one shot. And when you look at what that one shot was, it it wasn't really even a shot on goal. It was more of a pass that just ended up at the goal uh, because it was a bad pass, right? Um, 
it was so so really you practically held them to, to no shots on goal in the first 20 minutes you come away with a pair of goals one from Brett Pesci one from Seth Jarvis and you go into the locker room at the first break up two nothing um, and then and then they're able to hold the lead the rest of the way you end up coming away with with the five to one win but but I'll tell you this Brian if the Carolina Hurricanes can play every night the way that they played the first 20 minutes of that game on Wednesday night in this series or this uh, this playoffs is going to be over in just a matter of weeks. Well, again, like I said, just watching it from the uh, you know the friendly confines of the Brian Hanks uh, man cave, it was loud. I mean, I don't remember any really any of the first uh, round games being just that. Just I mean, the the first the first game was the loudest. Okay. The the first the first game of the playoffs was the loudest when Svetch sounded the siren. I made that um, that comment that you know if you draw a straight line from my seat to the to where the siren is sounded on the club level, it's anywhere from fifty to one hundred feet, uh, and you couldn't hear the siren. Couldn't hear it. And and Svetch was cranking that thing just as hard as he could go, and you couldn't hear it. Well. I'm telling you, dude, it was, uh, it seemed like it was a fun place to be. It seemed like, uh, again, it's no, it's not conjecture to say PNC arena is, yep. it's the loudest house in the, in the league, right? It is. It is no doubt about it. Um, I mean, players commented all the time, comment on it all the time, uh, including former hurricane Eric Halla, uh, commenting on it just before the start of the series that, um, he, he kind of made a comment. I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but, it was kind of a little bit of a backhanded comment when he basically said, like, their fans are annoying, but <laughs> that building is super loud and it's difficult to play in. And and every opponents from all around the league say the same thing, that this is one of the toughest places, toughest atmospheres to play in because it gets so intense and so loud inside the building. Well, uh, I got to ask, you're going to be there tonight? We will be there tonight. Yes. <laughs> nice. Boy. I gotta tell you though. Uh-oh. I, I gotta tell you, I am I'm disappointed. This is a real a real like first world problem here. I am disappointed in the rally towel setup this year. Okay. Every towel has been the exact same. Oh no. In 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 the past they've done different designs for each game. Every towel has been the exact same with uh, the kind of the motto for the playoffs is never compromise. And they have this great intro video uh, narrated by Justin Williams. Uh, that goes, that goes along with that theme of never compromise. Yeah. The only thing that's been different on the towels is the sponsors down at the bottom. And there hasn't been like a, a repeat of the same two sponsors. Uh, but what was disappointing was through the first round at the top right-hand corner of the towel, it said round one, game one, round round one, game two, round one, game five. We got there on Wednesday night. It just says it, it doesn't have any round and game number. It's just just the towel. Hmm. Well, so we're, we're clearly a compromise was made when they made these <laughs> never compromise towels. Well, you can you can That's take funny. a sharpie and write yeah, it I, on there. I already thought about that. Yeah, already thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. See, great minds think alike, yeah, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, uh, game, like I said, game two tonight of the second round series against the New Jersey Devils, and obviously we want to have happen what happened in uh, game one. But what are you anticipating tonight, Paul? I 
the Devils looked broken the other night. They really did. Um, I, I do imagine that they'll they'll be a little bit sharper tonight. These two teams play very similar styles, very fast, very physical. Whoever gets to their game first. In, in round one, we were talking about whoever scores first probably going to be the winner, and that was the case through the first five games uh, until we got to game six. The Islanders actually scored first, but the Kings won. Uh, this series, not so much. I don't think it's about who scores first. I think it's about who can get to their game first and stay there for the longest uh, and, and keep the pace because these are our two teams. Like I said, they play very fast. They play very physical, so it's all about keeping the pace. The Devils look broken the other night. I think they'll be tighter, but I, I, I just think this one goes the way of the Kings tonight. Uh, hopefully they end the night heading up to New Jersey with a, a two-nothing series lead. I think everyone in the great state of North Carolina would agree with you on that. Game three, <laughs> is it, it's Sunday, right? Game three would be on Sunday. And, and what's important to note is the the Devils were actually forced to change their goaltender only two minutes into the second period when Jesperi Kokaniemi found the back of the net just uh, a minute and 55 seconds into that second period. Well, there you go. Well, uh, I, I'm all for it, man. It, you know, I'm not going to assume anything, take anything for granted. We're up <laughs> one game tonight. We'll see, because I'm already yep. thinking, hey, this is a four-game sweep. That's the worst thing you can think, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. Don't don't say things like that around here. <laughs> Wait a minute. We're at a wooden table here. And, uh, by the way, you know we're doing the show uh, live here from uh, Danny Rice Estates in Pine No Shores. Yeah, you mentioned that last night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, we're not live right now on yeah. 960 The Bull, but but it's not his fault. Uh, U.S. Cellular does not like uh, Pine No Shores, it appears, okay? Uh, yeah, I can imagine. There you go. Okay, uh, let's switch lanes over to NASCAR. Like I said, we're here for a good time, not a long time. Martin Truex, uh, who, if I remember correctly, and I hate that I don't have my notes right here in front of me because, like I said, we're not doing it in the home studio on Whitehall Drive. I believe you mentioned Martin Truex last week as one of your, your drivers to watch. Did you, or am I just hallucinating? Um, I might have. I, I, I mentioned a Toyota. I think I mentioned Danny Hamlin. Uh, I, I don't remember exactly. But, um, yeah, not, no surprise that the Toyotas were passed. Uh, Martin Truex Jr., his third win at the Dover Motor Speedway, his second win at the Dover Motor Speedway on a Monday, um, just – a lot of forward drive in that race car started middle of the pack around 17th, finished the first stage in ninth, finished the second stage in fourth, and then led the laps that mattered there at the end. Uh, I think he led the final like 68, 70 laps somewhere in there uh, and got his first checkered flag of the season. First checkered flag in 56 races. Remember, he went winless last year. That was the reason that he missed the playoffs. Uh, so a great rebound for that team. Uh, they, we didn't have practice in qualifying uh, because it got rained out early in the weekend, so we had to let the rule book set the field, which is why he started middle of the pack like he did. Uh, but they just they nailed the setup, and they kept improving that race car as the race went along, and he was able to, to drive all the way to the front uh, while, while some folks uh, ended up driving backwards, actually, but not Martin Truex Jr. That team was hooked up, and uh, kudos to them for their first win of the season. And what, and I know it's something I pick on NASCAR all the time, you know, obviously, because, you know, they are pro Chevy, you know that, right? Mm, I disagree, but <laughs> sure. I know I'm, I'm playing around with that, but, but <laughs> it's, you know what, without looking at the results of the past four or five races, again, we have a 
different make, different make, different make in the top three. This or last week it was Martin Truex for the Toyota in first, Ross Chastain mm-hmm. Chevy second, and Ryan Blaney Ford third. I'm not hallucinating here again, am I? I mean, it seems like, and you know NASCAR loves that part. I mean, because they can say, you know, hey, we had you know the three the three uh, makes in the top three. Mm-hmm. It just seems I. It, that's something they can't control. I mean, or maybe they can, but it just, it's, it's really neat that that happened again this year, Paul. Yeah. I mean, it started, the race started off like that. Kyle Busch in a Chevrolet started first, Christopher Bell in a Toyota started second, Ryan Blaney in a Ford started, started third. Uh, and, and I hadn't even noticed that, that that's the way that the race ended also. Um, but, but yeah, you know, they gotta love that, but it, we we talk about parity with this new race car, and and that's exactly what it is. Now, in in all situations, the the cream rises to the top, uh, and and the better teams, the the teams with the endless amounts of cash, are are figuring out ways to to capitalize on all the parity. And so it's no surprise that you see Penske racing at the at the top of the leaderboard. I mean, Hendrick Motorsports running fourth, Joe Gibbs uh, running first and fifth. They had two cars in the top five. You had a uh, um, Trackhouse Racing also in the top five with Ross Chastain. So, yeah, no surprise to see these teams funneling to to the top of the leaderboard. But you know, we talk about all the all these manufacturers and stuff. We actually got breaking news back on uh, Tuesday, I believe it was our our first uh, look at what 2024 is going to look like in NASCAR is Legacy Motor Club, the team co-owned by Jimmy Johnson that uh, Richard Petty also a part of. Uh, they are going to be a Toyota team in 2024 and make the switch from Chevrolet. Still, it's not a Ford, so I mean, does, <laughs> does anybody really care? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you have a seven-time <laughs> champion who drove a Chevrolet for Hendrick Motorsports for his entire career uh, yeah. now going to be a Toyota owner. See, that's why I hope all you Jimmy Johnson fans, now you know how it feels to be a Bill Elliott fan when Bill drove Fords, I mean, from the time he started, and then when he did that switch over to Dodge, and I I, I almost jumped off a building, dude, when that happened. So I got to tell you. Have you ever? Go ahead. Have you ever looked at Richard Petty's resume? I have, dude. It's crazy. I think he's driven. It's literally every manufacturer. (laughs) He he has personally never driven a Toyota, but, I mean, he's driven. Ford, Plymouth, Dodge, Chevrolet, I could be wrong about the Dodge, Mercury. Like there have been so many manufacturers that, that Richard Petty has, has driven for and that his team has been a part of. And, and this is really the last one. I mean, his 43 is going to be a, uh, a Toyota. Um, it's, it's kind of crazy. Uh, how, he's like, he's like, um, oh man, I'm not going to be able to think of a name right off the top of my head, but you think about just a, a superstar in any sport that, gets traded six, seven, eight times, and they play for <laughs> well, LeBron. just about every team in the league. Well, think about oh, LeBron, yeah, LeBron, who's played LeBron's for four different example. teams or whatever, you know, or three. Yeah. Is it three or four? I know he played for Cleveland, Miami, back to Cleveland, and L.A. I'm sorry, three. But right. uh, but Shaquille, yeah. what about Shaquille O'Neal? I think he played for six teams in his career, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that is a good way to put it, and you got to consider Shaquille definitely one of the uh, greatest centers of all time. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, Mark – Martin Truex wins last week. Uh, we've got this week in Kansas. Uh, who do you, who, dude, as I'm looking at the schedule here, we've got Kansas this week. We've got Darlington next week. And guess what? On May 21st, 
And we have our tickets. <laughs> oh, sorry, Linda. I'm very good. He said, well, we were at dinner last night when he yeah. sent me the pictures of uh, our tickets. From, tickets. Pictures uh, of tickets. They were ecstatic. Yeah. T- uh, Linda, t- tell how tell you, tell uh, your boy here how excited I was. The uh, boy. Let me tell the listeners. I mean, they got these cardboard <laughs> tickets in the mail and got ecstatic. They won't frame them. Well, yeah, dude, I, I, I took, we were at a uh, restaurant there. By the way, Greg Clemens recommended to us. Got to thank him for that. The Crab Shack. It yes. was, uh, oh, it was delicious. Uh, it, was, it was awesome. But we, uh, but I stood up in the Crab Shack and, uh, took my shirt off and waved it around in the air. I was so excited. Okay. Yeah. It was really, I believe that. I believe that. Yeah. I believe every bit of that. <laughs> hey, let's talk a little bit about Kansas. Uh, the Advent yep. Health 400 that takes place this Sunday at uh, 3 o'clock. It'll be on Fox Sports 1 on FS1. Uh, favorites in that, and, and I'm going to listen closely this time because I swear when I saw that uh, Truex had won, I was like, oh, my God, Paul called it. I'm going to give you that opportunity. Uh, who, who's winning this week uh, or on Sunday in Kansas? Well, you know, it was a uh... – Chevrolet started out the winning here uh, back in 2001 with Jeff Gordon. He won the inaugural race. He won in 2002. Uh, and, and Chevrolet dominated the early years at, at the Kansas Speedway, but it's been all about the Toyotas lately. They've won three of the last five. Uh, Kyle Busch going to victory lane in 2021. And then Toyota's sweeping the race. Actually, 23-11 sweeping the, uh, the races here last year with Kurt Busch winning last May and then Bubba Wallace winning in September. I like Denny Hamlin this weekend. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to call his name again. That team has been getting better and better each and every week. Uh, and this is a track that has been really, really, really good, the TRD and the Toyota camp over the last couple of years. So we're going to keep it in the Joe Gibbs Racing Stable and under the Toyota manufacturer and go with Denny Hamlin this weekend. Well, very good. And uh, yeah, I think, you know what, I mean, I'm a Hamlin fan. I mean, I'm not necessarily a Toyota fan. I mean, it is what it is, but – you got to like those old veterans, those old crusty, you know, veterans with, <laughs> with white in their hair and white in their goatee, you know? Yeah, and then they're spewing all that uh, all that hot sauce on Twitter all the time. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong about that, that's for sure. Okay, uh, listen, Paul, I appreciate you. I'm sorry we're uh, going a little bit shorter today since uh, we've got all these guests and we've got to get the birthday game in and everything, but... Uh, Thank you. I appreciate you, and uh, we will, uh, I guess, I'll, we'll probably talk at some point this weekend. How proud are you of your alma mater, uh, LCC, uh, making it out of the first round of the uh, Region 10 tournament down here? Hey, that's great. That's good news. Uh, hopefully they can keep making a run and win it all. Hey, they play Hey, they play Pitt Community College tonight at 7, dude. Oh, wow. That's a big, that's a big one. It is. It is. Uh, it should be a pretty good crowd, too. Listen, Paul Whittington. Thank you so much, my friend. We will talk to you next week here on the Brian Hank Show, okay? Sounds good. Talk to you later. There Bye. you go. That is uh, Paul, and uh, you are Linda. Yeah, I'm Linda, <laughs> and you are? I'm Brian. Brian. I'm Brian of the Brian Hank Show yeah. for sure. Okay, I tell you what, let's uh, get John and Jonathan in here. You didn't know they didn't that they made the trip all the oh way down gosh. here to Pine Shores, did you? No, where are they at? Uh, you're getting ready to hear them, okay? Okay. Let's play the birthday <laughs> game here on uh, the Brian Hank Show presented by Lenore Community College. Today is Friday, May the 5th. Go ahead and tell us what, what, it, what it is there, Jonathan Massey. It is uh, Cinco de Mayo. There you go. Uh, Cinco de Mayo here on uh, the Brian Hanks Show. You have to set the expiration dates and all your mayonnaise to the same time. No. Cinco de Mayo. No, no. You don't get it. No! 
Okay. I guess you get it. Uh, it's also <laughs> the first day of the barbecue festival on the noose uh, here in uh, Kinston. Yeah, Lenora so if you County. have a prom date tonight and want to go out to eat, you good are luck. Uh, out of luck. Is today is this prom? Is this prom week too for who? For tax deduction number one. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my God! I yep. bet you feel old, don't you? I, I felt old a long time ago. <laughs> there you go. Man, uh, dude, this is our senior year. I mean, there's only, it's May the 5th. There's only what? Uh, there's less than a month. When is graduation? I don't even know when graduation is. I don't know. I'll probably be in an old folks' home by then, Brian. <laughs> dude, it's within weeks of now, so you're going to be. I'm well aware of that, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Oh, dude, I cannot believe. So, uh, I still haven't got a list of what I'm supposed to get her for graduation. I have given you links exactly telling you what she wanted. And you said that's cool. I don't remember. It was a link to a specific ECU sweatshirt. Dude, I'm getting her more than a damn sweatshirt, man. What do you Come want on. from me? It took me a month <laughs> to get that. Okay. Hey, can you resend me that link, please? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I hear she yeah. likes? What? Cash. Cat, yeah. Or Su- checks made out to Jonathan Su- Dawson. Suitcases <laughs> full of cash. There or gold go. bullion. How about if I get her a sweatshirt in cash? That sounds like a movie. Well, sweatshirt and cash. The sweatshirt is all she, you know, I had to pull that out of her, so the rest is just up to you. Okay. Oh, make a sweatshirt out of cash. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's not a bad idea there, Jonathan. So, uh, anyway, it's Friday. What you doing this weekend, John Dawson? Getting together for prom photos, Brian. <laughs> are, what are you, are you going to dress up? Or are you just going to? Well, I'm not going to be in the pictures, Brian. I'm just going to be there while the pictures are taken. Oh, you got to have the one picture of you and your beautiful daughter. Oh, well, I will, but I'm not putting on a tux for one picture. Oh, I agree with that, too. And I feel a pair of bib overalls, you know, my <laughs> usual loungewear. So tell us about who she's going to the prom with. I'm not getting into that, Brian. <laughs> Why not? Smart. Because I'm not. <laughs> So are you going to break the – I always thought if I was the father of a daughter, I had a little girl like you have, Jonathan, and that you have two beautiful I thought you were going to say the father of a little girl like Jonathan. (laughs) I swear, I I thought that's what he was going to say. Oh, I didn't mean no. I mean, he's the father of a beautiful daughter, and you're the father of two beautiful daughters. Mm -hmm. I always thought that, you know, like when the prom date came to pick her up, Mm -hmm. that I'd be be sitting in the living room cleaning the rifle, you know, have a couple of handguns laying there too. Maybe you have a blank in one of the handguns and like fire it right beside him, you know, just to you know, just to put the fear of God in the in the in the young man a little bit. Seems a bit excessive, bro. Just a hair. <laughs> this is a very nice young man. We're in good shape. Okay. Did you ever see the bad? Was it Bad Boys Two? I think it wasn't the first Bad Boys. Yeah, it was Bad Boys Two. When uh, Will Smith and uh, Martin, Martin Lawrence. Lawrence, the guy comes to pick up uh, whose daughter Lawrence's was it? Martin daughter. Lawrence's daughter. And we can't believe me. We cannot play it on the air here mm-hmm. because there are lots of curses in it, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, tell him, Jonathan. It was funny. It they, is. They acted like they were drunk. <laughs> mm-hmm. Threatened him. Ah. Asked him how old he was. He said 16. They're like, BS, you're at least 40. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I wanted to do, dude. I wanted to nah. be with you at... If I, had, if I thought I had to do that, I wouldn't let her go out with the guy. Well, that's true, too. That's true, too. But if you if you want me to show up and do that, I will be more than willing to come to your house and uh, <laughs> and, and scare a young man, okay? I'll put that on file. Okay. <laughs> I feel like there's some questionable legality to that. Why would that be illegal? 
communicating know. a threat. Maybe yeah, that one. <sighs> I mean, it's only a misdemeanor, but yeah, you know, sure, sure. <laughs> it's my crime record. It's your attorney on retainer. There you go. So anyway, so there you go. You've got prom stuff going on this weekend. What about you over there, Mizzle? Oh, I believe we are going to the North Carolina Zoo. Are you really? Yeah, we're members, so they're having like this breakfast thing at the zoo, mm-hmm. and uh, we want to take Maris. Okay. Breakfast at the zoo, and then you know, walk around for a little bit. Austin may or may not go. Who knows? He he makes his own decisions at this point. Okay. Okay. He's thirteen year old kid. You know he's gonna do what he wants to do. Bring me back a koozie. Will you bring me back a North Carolina Zoo koozie? I don't have one. Okay. But I'm sure they have them. I'm sure they do. But I've not been in the zoo in for. Give me about a month's notice next time you said your members. Next time you decide to go, I'd love to go with you. I haven't been to the zoo, dude. I've not been to the zoo since. Good lord, it had to be. I know I had moved here, but not long. It was a, a lady I was dating. We took her daughters to the zoo, so it was like 2003, I think, or 2004. So it's been about 20 As years. I recall, since I've they been. tried to reclaim that lady. <laughs> <Yes>. <sighs> anyway, I would wait. Honestly, uh-huh. they're they're gonna they're be they're building an Asia expansion to it now, so they'll have tigers, maybe some red pandas, komodos, different stuff. So they're they're building a new expansion. So how long is it gonna be before they do before that's open? Oh, twenty twenty five. So you want me to wait two years? Well, if it's gonna be another what twenty years before you go again, I'd love to go. And I tell you what, Linda would love to go too because she'd love to take her camera and get some good pictures. They I have know. flamingos, and I know she loves she flamingos. Loves flamingos. That's her favorite thing in the world. Besides me, of course. Uh, <laughs> hey, anyway, uh, so you're going to, I, neither one of y'all are going to the barbecue festival on the news? Doing prom stuff, then the day after that I'm meeting a guy who has a little record label in Chapel Hill who's going to allegedly put out both of our, pro- our projects on vinyl for us. Oh, wow. So Okay. That. Well, I'm probably going to go to... Or I'm probably going to go to the and go get me some barbecue and hang out with the 40,000 people that are in downtown Kinston. So, uh, yeah. Can I admit something right now? Am I going to have to edit it? I don't know. I've just, I've never been. Really? Uh-huh. How is that even possible? Pretty easy, I would say. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I've just, no, I take that back. I went with you when you, when you did like some video interviews for something. Mm-hmm. Or did, you were just walking around different booths. But we were there for maybe an hour. I was walking around recording stuff for um, the pocket, the Free Press podcast, I think. But we were. You mean for- no, 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 no? You, you, you said it wrong. Oh, jeez, it doesn't matter. It's the same thing. Well, what was it? I don't know. The award-winning Free Press podcast. Yeah, that thing. Yeah, but we were there for maybe an hour. Yeah. Or you, you might have been there longer, but I was just like, eh, it's time to mosey on out of here. But the thing I liked the most, especially when I had my Jeep. Was when I would like Leaving? be driving. What? I'm not gonna say that again. When I, when I had my G and I had the top down on it, and you'd be driving into downtown, and just the 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 how do you say it? C A C O P H O N Y. Cacophony. Cacophony. Thank you. The cacophony of smells that would attack you as you were driving into downtown. Just all. I, I'm serious. It was just awesome. Uh-huh. From a 120 or 150 people cooking pigs downtown. It was awesome. Dude. Yes. That was that was so cool. I love that smell. I do too. I love the smell. I love the smell of a pig cooking in the morning, John Dawson. Yes. I went all apocalypse. I went all a pig ellipse there for you. <laughs> a pork ellipse. A pork. Damn it. Yours is better than mine. A pork ellipse now. Hell. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Uh, John Dawson, you won yesterday. You now lead three days to one here in May. 
tell us about uh, Goeco Office Automation, the title sponsor of this here birthday game. Goeco Office Automation is run by Jacques Passeleg. And you'll probably see Jacques Passelick down at the barbecue festival because he loves Kinston. He loves great barbecue. He also loves office automation. And he loves taking businesses that are doing okay, staying above water. You know, you're keeping the lights on. But if you go hook up, go have a cup of coffee with Jacques, you'll be driving a Mercedes by the end of the week. Back to you, Brian. I love it. If you want to drive that Mercedes before the end of the week and hook up with Jacques, Jacques Passelick, how do you do it? How can you contact him there, Jonathan Massey? You pick up the old phone and you give them a call at 252-286-286. Wait, wait, why are you rolling your eyes over there? He's like trying to remember it. Oh, okay. Sometimes, Did I mess it up? I, sometimes I forget. Okay. It's either give them jocks or give them your number, and I don't yeah. want to do that. Yeah, start all over. 252. 252-286-286-5354. Or, or you can visit his website at goeconc.com or whatisgoeco.com for more information. I like it. Okay, uh, we've got one, two, three musical hints here today, and it starts with this right here. This is annoying already. It really is. Can I just forfeit one, this two, one? Three, Whose guess is it? It's Yours. you. You don't even know who it is, though. 29. <laughs> no, who is it? I don't know. don't care. He uh, allegedly hit Rihanna. Oh, Chris Brown. <laughs> Both of you. Chris Brown, yep. This is Forever uh, by 34. Chris Brown. And it's a clean version, so. 34. John Dawson. How in the world did you know that? He got two I, guesses. Oh, because he did say 29 <laughs> earlier, yeah. Uh, well, why 34? That's thing that he was... Would be about that age. It was just a wild guess in the hopes right. I wouldn't have to hear this long. Well, as much as I know you don't like that, I can tell you, you are definitely going to like this next artist. Adele. I don't know, dude. I got to ask. I mean, I mean, she's just gorgeous. Adele, I mean, I, she's talented. Got one of the best voices out there. But do you like the skinny Adele or the plump Adele? for that <laughs> what's wrong with that that's not she had a very whatever a a, a a body change and i think she is lovely either way what about you john dawson what he said <laughs> politics <laughs> well, wait a minute chorus no not yet this is rolling in the deep by Adele, but she has got. You're a fan, right? I remember us talking about her last year. I like this. I like that song. Rumor has it that would be my favorite one. That is a good one too. She's got the good production, good songs. There's nothing annoying about it. That's that's a plus. Okay. Okay, Jonathan Massey, you get to go first. How old today is Adele? Thirty-six. Uh, you say thirty-six. What do you say, John Dawson? Thirty-seven. Ah, you gone the other way, you'd have got it right on. She was born May the 5th, 1988. She is 35 today. Mm. Next up here, uh, John Dawson, uh, former MTV newsman and your personal idol, Kurt Loader. Oh. Today is Kurt. I know, like I said, we're hitting these birthdays that we've done uh, all four years that we've been uh, doing the birthday game. And I, I love saying that just to see your reaction because you uh, smarmy. You're getting a two-year Yeah, you and are. 
with it today being Friday, you won't have to hear Kurt Loader for the next two years. Schmo. Um, <laughs> Do you remember Kurt Loader? I thought that was a little bit. He was a writer for Rolling Stone, and then he became he was a uh, talking head uh, on air personality, if you want to call it that, for MTV. Um, just way too cool for school. Yeah. yeah. Or he thought he was. Well, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Neither one of them are good, whether you are or you think you are. Now, what was it? Tabitha? Tabitha Soren. I always thought she was cool. Did you I like was her? a fan of Martha Quinn. Yeah. I, could, I know why you were, though. Keep it eat. Keep it on the tracks there, pal. How old today is Kurt Loder over there, John Dawson? Seventy-seven. You say seventy-seven. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? Seventy-six. Ah, if you had gone the other direction, you'd have got it right on. Good guess there, dude. It probably wasn't a guess. You know pretty well, uh, since he is your idol and everything. May the fifth, nineteen forty-five. He is seventy-eight today. John Dawson, you take a two-to-one lead. And weren't we just talking about Henry Cable yesterday, right, mm -hmm. on the show? He was Superman for about a decade, and one of the funniest things, like you said, was on Jimmy Kimmel when. Uh, uh, ben Affleck and uh, Henry Cable are talking to each other, and then uh, our boy uh, uh, Will Arnett. Will Arnett walks up. Uh, but Henry Cable, which by the way, no longer Superman. Did you know that? He was also the star of a show that I know neither of you have probably watched, The Witcher, and he has left that as well. Okay, you're right. Is that I a British show or no? It's a Netflix show based on a weirdly enough based on a. Um, a I can't remember if it's a video game series or a uh, like a comic book graphic novel series, but apparently he was a fan of it. And for whatever reason, he's leaving the show and is getting replaced by one of the Hemsworth brothers. Wow. The youngest one. Well, I got to tell you, John Dawson, I know you find men repugnant. Yes. But Henry Cable's a good-looking man, dude. Okie dokie. I mean, he is, isn't he, Jonathan? And he's in pretty good shape. <laughs> you like how I just slipped that in there? Anyway, Henry Cable over there, Jonathan Massey. How old is he today? Uh, 40. Indeed, he is. He's a man. He's 40, Jonathan Massey. He was born May the 5th. Did you know that? It felt right. <laughs> anyway, so uh, uh, it's tied up 2-2. Two to two. I love this. I love when we go into the final birthday and we're all tied up. And doggone it, it's a musical hand. She's dead. She died in 1998. And you're, 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 you're going to respect this. This is... Uh... You don't know it. You will now. Sometimes oh. it's Tammy Wynette. To, to be a woman. a woman. Look at my boy over here, song. Stand by your man. Here? Your I don't know. Just throw a guess out there. Just 68, I don't know. 1968. There you go. Was that a guess? Yes. Well, it's your turn to guess her. That production is late 60s. I just didn't know which one. That echo, that separation, that's late 60s Nashville. Wow. Well, wait a minute. Oh, I thought it was People know the song. Right? No, they don't. Yes, they do. He doesn't. Do you know this song? Please say you do. Yeah. <laughs> Please say you do. I don't listen to it actively, but I do know that I have heard the song. Okay. Well, she died in 1998. So, John Dawson, how old would Tammy Wynette be if she were still alive today? 
91. You say 91. Hold on. We got to get the chorus in here, man. There's no one on this planet who doesn't know how this song goes. No, they don't. Here they go. There was an SNL sketch where Jan Hooks was playing. It was a K-Tel record you could buy from TV. And it was Tammy Wynette duets. She was doing duets with 12 different people all singing the same song. <laughs> she was just, stand by your man with Pavarotti. Stand by your man with KRS-One. You know, whatever. Oh, that's awesome. Tammy Wynette, he said 91. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? Andy. You went the right direction. She was born May 5th. This is going to shock you a little bit, John Dawson. 1942. So she would only be 81 if she were still alive today. How about that? I figured her and George Jones were closer in age than that. Well, there you go. So uh, rest in peace. Happy birthday to uh, Tammy Wynette. I should get points for getting the artist and the song I and the was, year. Well, the artist, I, that is what it is. Getting the year that the doggone song came out may be harder than uh, her birthday. No, no, no. Leeway. We're not giving, no, nothing. No. You get nothing. So, uh, was that good? Uh, 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 it's almost like you weren't trying. Do it again. You get nothing. Was that better? It's got to be from. You got to. You got to mean it, Brian. You okay, from my really, testicle. I get nothing. <laughs> like that. Like you, you, he said, I get nothing. You want to? You want to do it like you're trying to scare somebody? Well, he did scare did me it. a little bit. I did I, it. I'm trying to tell. I you was his proxy. Yeah. He was my proxy. You're a good proxy, okay? Yeah. But uh, happy birthday, Timmy Wine. Also, a couple, uh, three local birthdays, relatively local. Denzel Keys from uh, Kenson High School. I got to tell you. We talk about Jerry. We talk about uh, Brandon and all these other guys that went to Kenson High School. None of those guys played two sports in college. Denzel Keys did, and both at a very high level. In fact, we uh, he played at uh, A&T. A&T, yep. Played basketball and football. Was a, a starter in both sports and just an amazing, amazing athlete. But And a great guy, too. He's been on the show a couple of times. Uh, but happy birthday to Denzel Keys, whose birthday is today. Still had one of the best catches I've ever seen in a game when, uh, I guess it was C.J. Bradshaw, put the ball up in the air against Tarboro, or was it Southwest Edgecombe? I think it was Tarboro, though. And I got to tell you guys, puts the ball up in the air. It's like a 30-yard touchdown pass, and the ball just kept going up and up. And up, Denzel Keys kept going up and up and up. Catches it in the end zone, touchdown. They make it to the state. It's a win. Takes them to the state championship in 2011. It was amazing. One of the best plays I've ever seen with my own two eyes. One of those no joke when you're standing, you see it happen, and you're going. You look at the guy next. I mean, it got so quiet in Viking at Viking Field for like a split second. It's like everybody just went. <gasps> mm-hmm. And then they exploded after that. It was awesome. It was just... Sounds messy. <laughs> dude, one of the best plays I've ever seen my own two eyes live. Okay, I mean, you've seen stuff on TV and all that, but I'm talking about just that I've seen myself. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. But uh, Denzel, happy birthday to you, Coach, uh, who's now a coach over at Arendel Parrot Academy and just uh, truly one of the good guys. Happy birthday, former Jones County manager, and uh, he now works for uh, WASA, uh, the, the water and whatever. Uh, Frankie Howard, today is his birthday. Uh, Got to tell you, and just to share a quick, quick, quick story about him. One of the hurricanes we had, uh, man stayed up for 72 straight hours, would not go to bed because he wanted to make sure all the people in his county were taken care of. And 
was out on boats, was walking through water trying to uh, to rescue people in Jones County. And I saw this with my own two eyes. Just a, a great guy, man, Frankie Howard. Uh, happy birthday to him. And then I know you remember Robert Sinclair, right? Used to be the play-by-play guy for the Kinston Indians. I thought you might. Maybe you don't. I, don't, I, don't I thought I he don't. was in that period there where you were an intern for. Uh, I was there the last three years. Okay, yeah, it was before so that then. Okay. But uh, former uh, Kenston uh, Indians play-by-play guy, just one of the good guys too. Man, talk about a good day for local birthdays. Robert Sinclair, Frankie Howard, Denzel Keys, And if today's your birthday like those guys, Anna Dale. Rumor has it. It's Rumor. her birthday. <laughs> Tammy Wynette. She'll stand by you. There you go. Chris Brown. <laughs> it's a hit. <laughs> then have a great birthday. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. Oh, dear God. Uh, as I have told you, we're doing the show live here from uh, Pine No Shores this morning. And uh, we say goodbye. And Linda waves uh, here on the third floor. <laughs> and I'm like, who are you waving at? And I had to realize hey, I'm exhausted. Okay. Yeah, you are. Yeah, <laughs> it could it. be that. So we're wrapping up our first hour and five minutes of the Brian Hanks show presented by Lenore Community College. Want to thank again, uh, Paul Whittington. You know him. Want to thank, uh, uh, oh, goodness gracious, uh, Gary Smith from Lenore Community College. And I want to thank you, you beautiful woman, for uh, helping me do the first hour of today's show. I thank appreciate you. you. I hope you know that. I do, and I enjoyed this. Well, very good. Well, listen, coming up in our next hour, jam-packed we've got uh todd morgan who uh we're going to be talking to pretty much as we start here in a little bit jackson massey from north and north and then lynn hartzell so uh, uh power packed second hour of the brian hanks show coming up thank you so much uh, for listening to this first hour we'll be right back here with the second hour of the brian hanks show presented by lenore community college <laughs>